Let's talk about some injury news and updates for week two. First up, Austin Eckler. Apparently Austin Eckler picked up an ankle injury last week against the Dolphins. He hasn't been able to practice at all so far, and if he can't find his way back onto the practice field tomorrow, there's serious doubt that he won't be able to suit up. Joshua Kelly was already a great pickup coming off of a career-high 91 yards on 16 carries and one touchdown last week, but his value would go through the roof if Eckler can't get the green light. Kelly's still available in 40% of leagues, and I would pick him up regardless of Eckler's status. Next up, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey was able to get back on the practice field on Wednesday in limited capacity, and from what offensive coordinator Matt Nagy said, he looked pretty good. He did defer to Andy Reid and GM Brett Veach as far as making the final decision on whether or not Kelsey will play, but given how the Chiefs looked last week and how desperate they are for a pass catcher, I would imagine they're going to do everything they can to get Kelsey back on the field sooner rather than later. As of now, my hunch is Kelsey will suit up. He definitely seemed like he was pretty close last week, and I think with another week to heal up, he should be good to go. Next up, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones suffered a hamstring injury after a 35-yard catch-and-run touchdown last week. He was seen on the sideline being stretched out by trainers and did not return to the game. That might have been somewhat precautionary because the game was already in hand, but you can never really tell. He hasn't been able to practice just yet, but Matt LaFleur indicated that he's going to be doing some individual practice drills tomorrow. And if he's able to get enough work in, he may just get the green light, but I would imagine if he does play, he's at high risk for re-injury or maybe on a snap count. And if the game somehow gets out of hand, he may get pulled early. I would definitely have A.J. Dillon ready to go if you have him rostered as a handcuff, but just in case Jones doesn't get the green light, I would definitely have a backup plan in mind. At this point, it's kind of hard to tell, but Friday will be very telling. Next up, uh, Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews was kind of a surprise and active last week. Coach John Harbaugh indicated that his quad issue was minor and that he would return to the practice field, which he did, and everything would be fine. But unfortunately, that wasn't the case and he was held out. He might have been held out because they were going up against the Texans and it was kind of an easier matchup and they were trying to save him for this week against a division rival, but he's off to the same start. He's practicing limited capacity and we'd really like to see him get a full practice in before game day to really trust him. I would have a backup plan in place. I don't think you can rely on Isaiah Likely again. He only had one reception for four yards last week, and I think you could probably find someone on the waiver for a spot start should Andrews not get the green light. Next, Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson suffered a pretty serious hamstring injury on a catch-and-run play against the 49ers last week. Apparently it was so bad, he was hardly able to walk after the game. From what it sounds like, he's going to be out for a few weeks and may go on IR. I think at this point, George Pickens, Allen Robinson, and Pat Frymuth are going to do all the heavy lifting in his absence, and you should plan to be without him for the next few weeks. Next, James Conner. James Conner kind of popped up with a calf injury out of nowhere. He's been able to get a couple of limited practices in this week, but it's tough to know with him. With his extensive injury history, nothing can be taken for granted. It could just be that the Cardinals are trying to protect their most important player and are limiting his reps during the week, but we won't know for sure until the final injury report comes out. My guess is that he does suit up and that this is just precautionary, but like I mentioned, I would keep a close eye on the situation just to make sure that that is the case. Next, DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins is dealing with an ankle injury that has kept him out of practice for the last two days. And if he can't get back on the practice field tomorrow, I doubt he plays. He dominated targets last week with 13, and if he can't get the green light, that would mean a big upgrade for Traylon Burks and even Chigga Kwonkwo, who put up a bagel last week. Next up, Christian Watson. Watson has not been able to practice at all this year. He has missed all five of the official practices. He's dealing with a hamstring injury, and it doesn't seem like he's that close. He's not even been able to do individual drills just yet. And even if he does do individual drills and is able to get back on the field, he's at high risk for re-injury. 
And given his injury history, I would imagine the Packers would take things really slow with him and would really limit his reps. At this point, I would plan to be without him. They haven't put him on IR, so maybe he's closer than we think. This is a big upgrade for Romeo Dobbs, who's also dealing with a hamstring injury of his own, but was able to get the green light last week and scored twice. And it's also an upgrade for Luke Musgrave and Jaden Reed. Speaking of Romeo Dobbs, Romeo Dobbs is still practicing in limited capacity. Last week was the same for him. He's dealing with a hamstring injury as well, like I mentioned. And he did suit up last week. He only played 48% of the snaps, but he did score two touchdowns. If he's a little bit healthier, we may see that snap share increase a little bit more this week. If he can suit up, the offense would flow through him and Aaron Jones, who's dealing with a hamstring injury himself. Next, Darren Waller. Darren Waller's also dealing with a hamstring injury. That seems to be the most popular injury in the league right now. Uh, he missed practice yesterday for what seemed like a rest slash precautionary day and was back on the field today in limited capacity. He came out and told reporters he plans to play against Arizona. Of course, players are always more optimistic. I would definitely pay close attention to the injury report. It sounds like he should be okay to play, but with hamstrings, you just never know. Next, Jacoby Myers. After corralling nine passes for 81 yards and two touchdowns, Myers unfortunately suffered a concussion. He's still in the protocol, and it seems very unlikely he gets clearance before the draw against Buffalo this Sunday. Next, Pat Fryermuth. After catching one reception for three yards and a touchdown, Fryermuth was knocked out of the game with a chest injury. Mike Tomlin has seemed pretty optimistic about his chances to return, and Fryermuth did return to practice in limited capacity already. My assumption is that he gives it a go. What helps him is that Pittsburgh plays on Monday night, so he gets an extra day to heal up. At this point, I see little reason to doubt that he'll play. Another tight end, Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz is dealing with a thigh injury, but it looks like he's going to play. He had a limited practice yesterday, but practiced in full today. Although his performance wasn't very promising, he only had two receptions for four yards, but he played the most of all the tight ends in Houston. And I think his role is pretty secure. I would imagine his volume will definitely increase this week. Moving over to D-Town, Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks apparently suffered an MCL injury, and he's been out of practice the last couple of days. If he can't get the green light, that would just mean more work for C.D. Lamb and even Michael Gallup and possibly Jake Ferguson. Moving on to Mr. Brees Lightning, Brees Hall. Brees Hall is likely to be on the injury report throughout the year. The Jets have already come out and said they plan to manage his practice reps throughout the season. And based on how he looked last week, I think there's little reason to worry. Racking up 10 carries for 127 yards and one reception for 20 yards. He looked like the Brees Hall of old. And I think his volume should only increase as the season goes on. We should see the same formula of limited practices and then ramping up throughout the week as we get closer to game day. Lastly, Kendra Miller. Kendra Miller was not able to make his pro debut last week, but he may be able to do so this week. He was able to get back on the practice field in limited capacity, and he's dealing with a hamstring injury, which is also very tricky, but if he can somehow get the green light, he may get thrust into a decent workload right away. Jamal Williams didn't do much to secure his role last week, and with Alvin Kamara being suspended for another two games, Miller could have some decent value right away. At this point, I'd monitor the situation pretty closely. I would think that he probably will try to give it a go this week, but if he doesn't, that just means more work for Williams. These are some injury updates around the league for week two. Thanks for watching. Please subscribe and let me know how the news affects your roster in the comments below.